dystopian hot dog time. I'm uh, I'm called Marvin Dickinson. And I'm called Tam Ryan. Do you remember when we started doing this? We wore headphones, didn't we? Now we've moved on and we're, we're we... resting the mic on a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what we do. Precariously. Yeah. Uh, with no headphones. No. No real audio quality control. No, and, and I, I occasionally look at what other podcasters are doing and they really fucking move with the times. Yeah. And we, we, well, we haven't. But I think that's part of our naked beauty. And we're, we're here with the mic set up on the keyboard and the keyboard is, is, the brand is Roland. Roland. Do you remember Roland from Grange Hill? I remember him. He was, was he the fatty? He was the and, fatty. And when yeah. the writers would have been putting that character together, they'd have gone, right, we need a fatty. They would have said that back in the 70s and 80s. Absolutely they? they would, yeah. And, and, and he's not going to be a success. He's going to be bullied. Because how can he be successful if he's fat? Name me one successful fat person from the 70s. Cliff Lazarenko. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> so in actual fact, fat people back then were successful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a great data. <laughs> great data. Yeah. But never really won anything, did he? But what a name. And he was the original popular Polish guy, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, because now, he, 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 if it wasn't for Cliff Lazarenko, there wouldn't be the hordes of Poles no. that came in once Tony Blair said, come on, come along. Because the Poles looked at the UK and they thought, oh, shall we? But then people said, yeah, but look at great uncle Cliff. Yeah. What he did in Lazarenko, the 70s. Lazarenko, chiefly responsible for European working migration. Well, well, it, was it not called the Lazarenko ruling? So well done, Cliff. We yeah. salute you. So I pull into Darwin Services at quarter to nine on a Saturday night because I'm a high flyer and I order a Big Mac meal. And the woman, she says to me, do you want to make it large? Standard question. Now, I was tired. Now, what I wanted to say was, no, leave it as it is. No, leave it. There's going to be a lot of words. It's going to be monosyllabic. no. Leave it as it is. Mm-hmm. Six words, mm-hmm. monosyllabic. And because I was tired, what I said was, no, I like it on its own. <laughs> Which doesn't really make much sense. Doesn't make any sense. And doesn't answer her question. It's a strange response. It is a strange response. And straight away, I'm fucking livid with myself. <laughs> she's gone quiet. There's no words from her. Well, she's working it out. Because she's asked if I want to make my meal bigger. I've said, no, I like it on its own. You've given her a preference to a question she hasn't asked. Because she can't see me at this stage. No. Is she now thinking, is, is it the dungeon master? <laughs> is it someone bringing me some kind of conundrum? <laughs> is this a crossroads in my life? Whereas who it really is, is a dickhead. So what was your next move after you've So said I'm thinking, this? what can I do? So my options are, try and become Perky Marv and make a joke of it now. But you're tired. But I'm tired, so I've not got the zip. There's no zest. So I chose to not say anything. <laughs> but now I've got, in the end, after a period of about what felt like 20 seconds, but it might have only been four or five seconds, she just said, okay, drive round to your next window, please. She's only following her scripts. Yeah. There's no Dungeon Master. He said he likes it on its own. <laughs> I just like it on its own. <laughs> yes. When I get offered dips, I say no. And that drive from the intercom to the window took an eternity. And I drove as slowly as I could because I wanted to work out what I'm going to say. But then I know why I'm driving slowly. 
All she knows is, is that there's a guy who said he likes it on its own, and now he's driving at one and a half miles an hour from the intercom to the window. She's now thinking, this bloke's probably got a knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a killer? So I get to the window at quarter to 11. <laughs> it takes me two hours to drive. But no, I'm thinking of the options of what... Because I want to get the zip. I want to have the zest and style it out. But I've still got nothing. And I just get there and I just tap it with the contactless. And I just pay for it. And I carry on. And what did she give you? Tra- they were able to fully translate in their own heads what, what I was speaking oh, about. Oh, that's good then. That's happy good, endings. yeah. So, happy ending. But it was such a sad meal. Because I think they'll have seen hula hoops in the back of the Peugeot as well. And, and I had a Ghostbusters outfit on. <laughs> just got back from lanzarote yeah did you have a nice holiday nice holiday mate yeah we arrived late afternoon early evening and it was just dusk it was a nice sort of nice time dusk lovely yeah dusk is a nice time isn't it donald tusk loves a dusk goldie horn she prefers porn no, no, not porn. Well, we went off in a sexual angle, but she just likes an early rise. Right, okay. Don't we all? So anyway, we arrived at like dusk time. <laughs> Where? Lanzarote, man. Of course. Lanzarote. Arrecife is the name of the airport. Arrecife. Arrecife. Remember the Spanish and the chin. Yeah, the chin. Arrecife. <laughs> yes, I've been to Lanzarote many times. Nice place. We're driving along on the bus there at dusk. And Harvey observed that the arid nature of the land there, very rocky as well. He said, oh, it's like Jerusalem. Okay, because he's been to Jerusalem, has he? He's he's never been to Jerusalem, but he said it's like Jerusalem. Because he was thinking about maybe what he sees in the Bible. Yeah. And I told him a story about when I was the exact same age as Harvey, actually. 1983, so I was eight. And we went to Malta. We arrived at night. So we woke up in the morning in the hotel, opened the shutters, saw the same thing. The white buildings, the arid land. And apparently I shouted out, Mum, it's Jesus land. So I told Harvey this and it tickled him. Yeah. And Harvey, very intelligently for an eight-year-old, said, sounds like a theme park. (laughs) Jesus land. (laughs) Now, why hasn't this been done? Why isn't there a theme park? For Christians. Dedicated for Christians. Dedicated to all the thrills and spills that Jesus brought. There could be something about walking on water. Yes. A snack bar could be yeah. a bread and loaf snack bar. That would be good, wouldn't it? There could, you know, there could be stuff around crucifixion. Yeah, well, that, that, that'd be your sort of hair-raising ride, where yeah, yeah, you actually yeah. just get pinned to a cross for, what, an hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but I'm saying at the meeting mm. for the, the theme park Jesus Land, we can cover all these things. Sure. You know, we could have a little carpentry course yeah. in there. You that, know, you come out with a with a trade or a level one MVQ or something like that. So there's actually something to gain from it. There's something to gain from it. And also, when you are peckish, you go to the uh, drinks machine, you get your water. By the time you're back at the table, wine. Wine, exactly. And you, you don't know what's happened. Yeah. You don't even... It's the blink of an eye. Yeah. The log flume, you don't get wet because Moses is in charge. As you're yeah. about to hit the water, the water separates... And the log <laughs> crashes and you end up in hospital. Yes. Because there's nothing to break the fall. Again, yeah, we, yeah, that's the downside. Yeah, and Moses, just doing his job, yeah. but actually has now become a killer. Yeah, yes. Of children. Yeah, so Moses is the killer. This is the twist, you see. Moses is the prick. Lazy River. 
Well, what's the lazy river? Well, it's just concrete, because again, Moses got involved. All ah, right. So you get in your rubber ring, yeah. and you just fucking stay there. You stay there, yeah. You stay there. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked everything up, any Moses, to be fair. So if Moses doesn't kill you, any water-based attraction, the rapids at Jesus Land are shit. Because <laughs> Moses has fucked it for everyone. John the Baptist can't get a gig anymore. <laughs> But because it's a carpentry course, he's become John the Carpenter. <laughs> and when someone said to him, oh, John, you've lost that job, but you've got another one, swings and roundabouts, he's gone, there's an idea. I'll be in charge of swings and roundabouts. <laughs> so easy doing swings and roundabouts. Listen up, this, this is, I want to go. Yeah. I really want to go. I'll set it up in Lanzarote. Yeah. Because Lanzarote's already got enough going for it. That's right. You know, you want, you want to do Toilets of the World. Yeah. You know, we could have it as a twin proposal to yeah. the to the Lanzarote yeah, Tourist so Board. A sister branch. We've got a proven track record because we did stuff with the Bradford Tourist Board. Yes. Who've yeah. been in touch, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We love have, the stuff we've done. Watch this space. Yeah. So I think it's, it could run and run. It's a religious experience. Yeah, it's I, a I fun experience. Be, though, if I go on the log flume in Jesus Land, it will undo everything that that surgeon's done to my rectum. Yes. Because the that I, I will be in immense pain yeah. from, from a heavy landing yeah. onto concrete, dry, arid land. And the symbolic nature is, is that the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross, yeah. you're now making for your anus. People have talked about it for centuries and it's going to become a reality. Yes. The other, the other thing I remember when we went to Centre Parks, Harvey had a bit of a, a love-hate relationship with the, with the wave machine. Okay. Because he would really go for it and then he'd realise he's gone too far and shit it. Yeah. I think, you know when the sound goes off to say that the wave machine is starting? Yeah. There's a, there's a sound that goes off in Jesus Land that says that Herod is going to run a mock for 10 minutes and try and kill as many kids as he can. <laughs> so, right, as a siren comes on. The siren comes on. Everyone's got to hide. Herod time. Here comes the Herod. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, 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 oh. It comes a Herod. Herod just comes at you. Yeah, with, with a flick knife. He, well, he's got a flick knife. It, that's for the short range ones yeah but he's got a big axe that does up to 10 yards periphery that swings around his head okay he's terrifying isn't he <laughs> yeah 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 but well you. that's what makes it a good thing though of course you've got listen you've got to have yin and yang yeah yeah and because he, he can't have herod time if people don't die no because people won't turn up otherwise no <laughs> and there's the 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness you can commit to the theme park for 40 days well that's going to cost a few quid though if you're going to yeah, get yeah. a 40 day pass well it's again People lap it up though, won't they? Yeah. You're laughing. Part of the business plan is that you know that there'll be a demand. Because if people turn up and people go, hang on, where's the fucking wilderness section? Also, the good thing about the wilderness section, you don't have to build anything. (laughs) Just Just leave them there. Just scrub. John John the Carpenter. Stick to the swings and roundabouts. Yeah. What other miracles did he do, Jesus? Um, he did a few. He wasn't. He didn't just have a twenty-minute act. Well, there's a hospital section because he the lepers. People can turn up with any oh. any terminal illnesses. So maybe Jesus Land. We could have one in every. If if, if it's a success in Lanzarote, mm. we bring one to every town and village in Britain to replace the hospitals. I'm not saying it's ready to replace the NHS yet. No, but we need to get something in preparation. Yeah, for when. Johnson sells Be- it to the Americans. To the Americans. It's exciting though, isn't it? It is exciting. And how times. good of Harvey to come up with the idea that yeah. Jesus Land sounds like well, a Well, he's part. got to be made immediately the managing director. He's the head of the corporation. Yeah, yeah. A, a kid with the idea, the big ideas. We'll get him a Can big you, leather you, chair. Well, it's a frontier land, Gulliver's world, Jesus Land. It flows off the tongue. So there we are. Your tickets. Your tickets.
I've had uh, an issue with my vacuum cleaner. Wow. Is it a Dyson? Is it a Hoover? Is it something else? It's a Dyson V50. Now, I bought a reconditioned model. Ah, I'm already spotting the problem. Carry on. Because it was 200 quid cheaper and I'm from Yorkshire. Now, it still comes with a six-month guarantee. I only had it. Four months. Within warranty. In our relationship, not mine and yours. Yeah. Mine and Louise's relationship. We haven't got clearly defined roles, but I know, in an unwritten constitution type of way, she's in charge of vacuum maintenance. Right, okay. I'll do my fair share of vacuuming. And you'll do the vacuuming. I'm happy to do that. Yeah. It's not as if I'm unhappy doing the vacuum maintenance, but you know when the filters need replacing? Yeah. She takes that role. That's what she wants to do. I'm happy to let her do it. Now, what I didn't know was that she washed the filters. She didn't let them dry. She put them back into the where, where they went, which Fuck's was next sake. to the motor. Fuck's sake. She's fucked it up herself. And she's taken full responsibility. I didn't know this at the time. Yeah. I'm on to the people at Dice and I'm telling them, suddenly the vacuum won't switch on. First question from the representative. Did you replace the filters? Wait a minute. Louise, did we replace the filters? Yeah. Yes, we replaced the filters, right. Did you wash them? Louise, did we? Yes, we washed them. Did you leave them overnight? Did we leave them overnight? Silence from Louise. Uh. Now I know, and the person I'm talking to knows exactly what the problem is. They've seen this before. And we're responsible. Now in this situation, usually in the capitalist world that we live in, the consumer is fucked. We've admitted fault. Guess what she did on the phone, this, this uh, customer care person I was talking to? What'd she do? She said, let me tell you what's in the warranty. If you tell me that you let those filters dry sufficiently, I can send you a brand new Hoover. And she talked to me like I was full. Yeah. Uh, and I appreciated that. Yeah. And she said, but if you tell me that you replace those filters in a still wet state, then I can't send you anything. What shall I do? So I I lied. You lied. I said, oh no, they were completely dry. Completely dry. Not just dry, completely dry. She sent us a brand new Hoover. Now my point here is, Marvin, when would you ever get that from any other industry? That's Everyone's out to get you, aren't they? Yeah, but Dyson. Not the people at Dyson. This is amazing. So if you've got a Dyson, don't panic. Because the customer care is there to care for you, the customer. It's yeah. a, it was an exceptional piece of customer care because actually we cheated them out of a new Hoover. Fucking cheated them, yeah. We? And he's had a bit. He's had negative press as a Brexiteer, hasn't That's he? That's the conflict I have had in my mind because yeah. he's, then he's going to move to Singapore, isn't he? I think, yeah, he's set up his operations yeah, there, yeah, and he's a prominent Brexiteer, yeah. as you say. So. But I've got to give him that. You've got a new Hoover. With Bob Mortimer's song, remember that time? Um, I've got a new Hoover. Yeah. What do you think of it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. I vaguely remember it. Yeah, Mortimer. Yeah. Mortimer loves a Hoover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about it on his podcast. Or, or was it Vic that came out with the new Hoover? And then Bob comes out and goes, I sold him that Hoover. It's a pile of shit. Ah. The Hoover is something to sing about. It, well, it is. Have you ever done the thing where you put your penis in a Hoover? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a sort they, of rite of passage as a teenage yeah, lad, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Oh, teenage, you did it in your teenage years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not done it for a while. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> no, you not either, no. have you? Uh, no, I did it as, as uh, <laughs> a teenage as well. Um, Henry. Yeah. 
Don't, don't answer. Don't ask put your Henry. penis in Marvin. No, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. Put what? your penis in Henry. But there's also Henrietta. Yeah, yeah. The pink one. Yeah, you have nice eyes, actually. I, I just went for Henry, though. But I always thought that Henry was Henri. For some reason, I always had it a French oh, thing, because of Thierry Henri, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And because it was quite quick. What? So all French, what are you saying? No, because Thierry Henry was a quick footballer. Oh, I see. And, and when you would vacuum up with a, a, a Henry, a Henry, yeah. it was quite a quick job to do. Oh, I thought you meant it finished you off quick. <clears throat> no, 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 I never came... In, um, but you do the thing no, where right. you'll be able to get I, did, I didn't in either at any point no I, and I'm just going off what people have told me and you could really elongate the penis with the hoover couldn't yeah. you oh, yeah. such fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a dwarf called now I like you I've really got a lot of time for you my he's friend he's a good lad brilliant lad tell you why because he's a pot smoking alcoholic dwarf yeah yeah best kind of dwarf perfect for panto <laughs> at manchester opera house i probably shouldn't have said his name we might bleep it out yeah so listen it when he's not doing pantomime he's in what's commonly termed as a freak show and he does this act. <laughs> old, old school yeah he does this act it's uh well i i, I suppose you could term it as a freak show it's called the um uh I don't know what it's called. Is there only you calling it a freak show? Maybe. <laughs> uh, so he, what he does, he put, he does this. You know that we did as uh, penis-based thing with vacuum cleaners. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, you've, yeah, not, yeah. you've not done for years. Uh, years, mate. Years. He 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 does it on a nightly basis. Amazing. For money, he'll put these Henry tube over his over his penis. And remember, this is a this is a naked dwarf on a stage. Who's paying to watch this? Where's this on? Well, I'll get you some details at the right, end. Okay. But it's a national tour. And uh, someone's dragging him, dragging the hoover around. So it got all the thrills of motocross. But wow. what you've got is a naked dwarf who smells of pot and alcohol. With his a, penis. With his penis down to Henry. And this, are you telling me Variety's dead? Yeah, I'm trying to think of where we could get this into Jesus land. <laughs> well, I reckon he'd be up for it. What? I reckon he'd be up for it. Fucking definitely yeah. up to that. Yeah. In the sun as well, in yeah, Lanzarote. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think the show's called The Circus of Horrors. And it is an old school sideshow, you know, like uh, back in the day for the Great Showman. So. Yeah. But yeah, it, and, and uh, I've seen I've seen footage, because the, the said actor in question has, uh, has shown me. Seek that out. The the, the dwarf with his, his cock in a vacuum getting yeah. pulled around the stage. Got to say something about... Uh, this lad's penis as well good. is it good to look at well when I say good to look at <laughs> all I'm saying is he does alright yeah he's carrying a bit he this is it right. with the dwarves though isn't it some of them are carrying mate this lad is tanking yeah he is and he's so proud of it yeah I think it's a thing you know the, the big cock in the dwarf mm. but is it all relative what do you mean no I don't really shagging his cousin I mean is, is it relative to the slightly shortened limb well I mean, it's got to be, hasn't it? Oh, and what I'm saying is, does that give the illusion of... But hang on a minute. If his cock is going down to his knee, the well, dwarf is still, I'm not sure still a decent... I'm not sure he's going down to his knee. You've made a broad assumption wow. there. But, I mean, let's hope it does <clears throat> for our futures for Jesus Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what, what you'll lose in terms of terror from the kids <laughs> with Herod time, you gain with the dwarf with the... God! I had to... It's a bit wordy at the moment. But great for the poster. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You mentioned vacuuming as well there. There was something that happened on holiday. 
I was listening to something and they, and they kept saying gaming the system. I don't know what they were referring to, but... What? Gaming? Gaming the system. Okay. You know, if you're gaming the system, you're sort of cheating, basically. Oh, I see. You're gaming yes, the yes, system. Yes, yes, yes. And they kept saying gaming. And it made me think of the Flash Gordon baddie as g- <laughs> gaming. Because <laughs> there were elements of his appearance which were incredibly <laughs> Very gay. Very camp. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. The flamboyance. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, it was almost like the a... The bald sort of... head, the facial hair. Yeah, it's totally. there for his gaming. And you just said vacuuming. So he's the different types of Coffee. mings. You know like we had, we had the Zulu, different types of Zulu in a previous episode. Oh, yes. Yes, I It's the different types of mings. We've got gaming... We've got vacuuming. Right. He's always he's obsessed with hoovering. Gaming and vacuuming will get yeah. on great together. Vacuuming, he's still gay. Yeah. But he hoovers up and tidies up a lot. Tramming. Grew up in Fleetwood, where yes. they celebrate the tram. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also tramming, I think, suggests some kind of sexual deviation. Yeah, tramming. What are we doing tonight? Shall we mix it up? We've got brainstorming. <laughs> the one with all the ideas. <laughs> If ever we need to go and knock someone out and bring them back to the Ming house, chloroforming. (laughs) When the police come round, the one who's always mouthing off and telling too much, over-informing. The one who just doesn't, he's not impressed with anything, underwhelming. (laughs) Yeah, he's just sat there while chloroforming. It's probably sexual deviant way and underwhelming. It's just going, get a different hobby. What a prick. You're doing nothing for me. Perfuming. Perfect to hang around with gaming. Yeah. Perfuming. Yeah. He's... He makes sure that gaming always smells nice. Absolutely, mate. And nice for when chloroforming finishes his work with yeah. his unsuspected victim. Cover up. Two cover ups. Cover up the smell mm. and then cover up blanket over the face. That's because they're unconscious. And then where do we dump the body? Jesus land. During Herod's rampage. It's a perfect crime. Perfect crime. When, when there are deaths at Jesus land, the local police force, they sort of see it as a thing. Well, they have to just shrug. A, the Span- Spanish police anyway, so they're not really bothered okay. anyway. Okay. Don't give a fuck. This is why Ming... The original Ming. The original Ming, yeah. yeah. Retired to Lanzarote in the first place. You know I'm doing Elf at Christmas. You're doing Elf at Christmas again. Buddy the Elf, Tam Ryan, go see him in the nearest arena. Yeah, do come and see it if you want. Yeah. So I've had to do a lot of the promo stuff for it, which comprises of me dressed as a tit walking round towns and cities where we're performing the show. Right. Part of my contract, can't really argue about it. Got to do it. Now, that when you're presented with something like that, yeah, like a hidden camera show, you've got to fully commit... Yeah. Any half-hearted approach to Elfin. It's like no one's ever done a decent half-hearted hacker. That's right. You know, going back to the rug. No one's ever done a decent half-hearted air guitar. No. You've got to commit to these you're things. You're in or you're out. Yeah. Now, what I noticed was the demographics. Liverpool, lots of people very happy to see an elf in October. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. But quite happy. When I went to Wembley and the surrounding areas. Oh. Frosty. Frosty to my appearance, and the one thing that really made me laugh, I had to go out and act all buddy with strangers. 
Which yeah. can be a bit irritating if you just want to get to work or buy a shirt. This is the Londoners, mate. So I'm going up a, a, an escalator whilst uh, the, the guys behind me filming in the buddy way. You may remember the sequence from the film yeah. where I have to sort of go up an escalator with my legs akimbo, which actually put undue pressure on the hamstring. And I got to the top of the escalator and went to this lady. Oh my God, I know her! Or something like that. Yeah. And she looked at me with utter disdain and turned to her mate and went, they've got the fucking elf out in October. <laughs> She's not conversed directly with me. <laughs> She's turned to her mate and bemoaned the fact that they've got a elf out. That in this situation, all you can do is laugh. So I started laughing whilst the cameraman said, we're going to have to go again. <laughs> Another example. I had to burst into a shop and jump on the beds. Yeah. It was a bed shop. Yeah, and they're not expecting that. No, because we didn't prep the bed shop. They knew there was going to be an elf filming for promo. Director and producer said, they probably won't let us do that. So, Tam, you just go in and do it. I went, thanks for your support. I will do. So I've done it, and the security man's come rushing over. I see. Yeah. So I've jumped on... Four beds. On your feet, bouncing. Yeah, which is actually made for footage because I'm now being chased in a real situation by a security <laughs> official, which the, the director is high-fiving people, going, this is brilliant raw footage. Yeah. Because not one bit of it looks staged. No. Because it wasn't. No, the, the, you're scared. The bed the bed people are fuming. Yeah. But the director's got his shot. Yeah, yeah. At this point, I'm thinking, what if this bloke's got a taser? Yeah. And he's going to just taser an elf. I mean, it's a weird thing to yeah, happen. because they don't fuck about in London, no. mate. And if I did get tasered... I know that the that the director behind the camera would give another high five. Yeah, yeah. Because seeing Without... Buddy the Elf tasered <laughs> is great for marketing. Yeah, of course it is. He doesn't give a shit about my health. <laughs> would he have caught you, do you think? Are, we, are we your elf well, shoes in terms of running? Well, they're, they're, they're not Nikes, are they? No. You, you wouldn't see You wouldn't see Paula Radcliffe doing it because she's retired. No, no. Well, the lad who recently broke the two-hour barrier for doing the marathon. Yeah, where's he from? Is it was African? Kenya. Is it Kenya. Of course, he was Kenyan. They're good at it, aren't they? They're the brilliant. Kenyans. Brilliant yeah, at yeah. running. Yeah. They made great thieves. Yeah. It's, okay. But and, and oh, oh, Peter Kenyon, the former Chelsea chief exec. Not as good. Not as good at not running. Not as good. I'm not a Kenyan. No. Not so even a Kenyan. He's a liar. Yeah, yeah. Well, once met a guy called Mr. Garner. Thought he was going to be like a really good looking bloke from Ghana. You're like Miss Ghana from the Miss World. Yeah. Not even not even African. And ugly. <laughs> and, and white, ugly. Look nothing like what you'd expect from Mr. Ghana. But let's not get sidetracked. The guy in the marathon did yeah. not have elf shoes on. No. He did not go sub two hours. No, with bells. In elf shoes. No, no. No, no. no mattresses along no, the way. No, no. Which might have given him a springboard. It but might have helped him, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's hard to say. So the, uh, that was that. So you, again, leaving the shop? Uh, leaving the shop. Yeah, leaving the shop. And this is where that my presence wasn't really appreciated around Wembley at this time. And it started to rain. And I'd come out of a shop as Buddy, got some footage inside of me licking a load of sweets and come out. And I nearly accidentally collided into this woman who just turned round, I sort of brushed shoulders, was about to apologise to her, and she went, oh, it's fucking raining. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And a full-size elf 
bumped into someone, exiting a sweet shop. She shrugged that off, looked up at the heavens, and made a comment about the weather. <laughs> Not even referenced it. Not even referenced. Not even referenced. You, it. And again, the proje- the director, <laughs> if she hadn't, I mean, she swore, so he couldn't use the yeah. footage, but he would have lapped that up. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Funny times. So it's all part of the promo. You're having to commit to these. Yeah, and I'm going to Glasgow. Uh, not a friendly city. Mate, that could be interesting. Yeah, I'm going to Glasgow. So I'll report back about my experiences in Glasgow and Dublin the week after. Yeah. And then yeah. rehearsals start. So the home of tenants, then the home of Guinness. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which yeah. I may need uh, in bucket loads. Yeah. Good after luck. After that day. Good luck with it. Yeah, and also, I might go to Loose Women soon as an elf, which will probably end my career. So You're going look, on loose women, yeah, possibly, as the fucking elf. Yes, not as yourself. Well, listen, discussions are ongoing. Elf, come and see it. It's, a, it's an amazing show. Yeah, it's fucking raining. <laughs> Hey, I've just spotted another one. Orgasming. Oh, oh he just doots his lol twenty times a day. Teamed up with chloroforming. Oh and my god, were, what, what a what, what a, a pair. What a fucking pair they were. Look out, world. Here they come. You're coming out tonight. Dave, you're coming out. Who's out? Oh, where? Uh, Brian's out. Colin's out. Chloroforming. Orgasming. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> with every chance we're going to end up in prison. Imagine going on a stag do with chloroforming and orgasming. Ah, you'd pay for it, wouldn't you? They wouldn't have to pay no, for it. No, 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 no. You would. Yeah. Hey, last thing I've got Go on, today. So, another thing on holiday, we're round the pool. Reet Petite, the song came on, round the pool. Yes. Well, look about, look about, look about, look about, look And Harvey said, is he just saying look about who we? And I went, yeah, I think he is. And he went, why is he saying that? Because Harvey's really started questioning things, as you can tell. I like that. And I thought... He's great, your boy, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. He's a great kid. I thought, I don't... I said, I don't know, Harv. I started to tell... He said, so what else is he saying? And I was saying, so he's saying, look about, look about, look about, look about, ooh-wee. Yeah. Look about, look about, look about, look about, ooh-wee. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. Ooh-wee. So, so very limited vocabulary yeah, this guy early days. Jackie know, Wilson yeah 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 you know you start to like it's just a song it's just a song let's just take it for what it is but when you start to break it down at what's being written here there's not much going on and um, and then he starts to talk about she's so fine so he's a guy who's just walking round shouting look about look about he's a bit he's a fucking sex case I don't want to start making him Peter Peter pumpkin eater but he's, he's just a bloke walking round on a night out shouting look about look about look about look about ooey. look about look about because in case you didn't hear it first yeah time. yeah yeah now what if you're a woman and yeah. you see a bloke walking about shouting look about look about look about she's so fine you're hoping he's going to get arrested before he gets you. <laughs> she's really sweet. So he's looked, he's seen one. She's really sweet. The Judgment. Ki- yeah, the kind of girl you really want to meet. And he's looking at her while he's saying all this. And and then the last bit, makes, which makes me think that he's a northerner, is because he says, Reet Petit. Reet, oh, she's Reet Petit. <laughs> it's, it's, for, it's for fucking Bolton. Yeah, Reet Petit. Reet, she's Reet Petit. Look, look, so, look about, 
Bolton sex offender. So yeah, so Jackie Wilson's song was actually about a Bolton sex offender. The stuff we find out, mate, on here, we say it every week, but when you deconstruct these nursery rhymes and now yeah. have branched into popular music from a bygone era, amazing. Yeah, you, you see, it's not all it's not it's not as nice as it sounds and and when you actually look it up on the internet, yeah, he's not even saying look about. He's saying look a bell. Look a bell. He's not even making sense, this guy. Well, maybe he's just discovered a bell. Yeah. And he's bewildered by it. Yeah. yeah. Look a bell. Look a bell. <laughs> look a bell. Look a bell. Ooh, wee. <laughs> oh, hey, ooh. She's so fine. Look a bell. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then he goes really quickly into this. From a head to toe, I want the world to know. I love her, love her, love her. And, uh, and he loves her, loves her, gets really, gets really keen <laughs> yeah. and then says, she's all right. <laughs> so I've got to apologise to you, Marvin, right. live on air and to the thousands of listeners to Dystopian Hot Dog because I've been a little slack getting these out. Well, you've been slack like, like your anus. Yeah. Slack Like My Anus, which yeah. is a great song by Meatloaf. Yeah, and a great sequel to Smack Your Bitch Up. Cool. Smack Your Bitch Up, Slack Like Your Anus. Yep. And what's the trilogy? Um, cream It Up, Motherfucker. <laughs> which is just about baking, isn't it? That, that's just me. about an aggressive baker who's finishing a gatto. <laughs> Uh, and he's had to set up on his own. Yes. Because when he worked at Greg's, they had a proper HR system. So he couldn't get away with talking to people No, like no, that. no. No, absolutely. So there were several complaints, mate. Yeah, so now he's just got a place on the covered market. So listen, good luck to him. Good luck to him. <laughs> that, that, that foul-mouthed baker. But he is, he's so, he's so skilled with his baking that it's nice to see that he's yeah. still got an outlet. He's a maverick in the yeah, industry. Yeah. But, you know, let, let not, that not be a barrier. Yeah. To producing these wonderful fondants. Yeah, but you've you've been slack. You've been. Slack. Oh yes, I've been slack with uh, with getting these up edited out and uh, on. So I'm, yeah. what I'm what I'm pledging to do now is be quicker at that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you've got a lot in the bank with me and the population of listeners out there. We, you know, we love you a lot. All is forgiven. What a joyous <laughs> ending. So uh, that's it. That's the end of another bloody episode. Yes. Uh, listen, thanks very much for listening. Your support is cherished. Cherished like a... Cherry. A, on a virgin. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, piss off. <laughs>